Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. The PUP payment. I know you're saying, Niall, don't mention the C word. I'll try not to mention the C word while talking about this, but you all know what the C word is and you know what I'm talking about, okay? It was reported in the Irish Times on Friday that around 20,000 people were believed to receive the pandemic unemployment payment at times when they were actually working and they're to be contacted by the Department of Social Protection. This is in the hopes that they can recover up to 70 million in overpayments. In addition to this, the report says 58,000 cases have been identified where either a claimant was ineligible for the PUP payment or the required paperwork was not returned either by them or their employers. No figure has yet been put on the amount of potentially recoverable in these cases. Now, some of you may be feeling a little bit nervous right now though, about this particular topic because you may have been receiving it and felt, oh, I don't know whether I was actually entitled to that or not. Uh, it's not gone away. For every euro of overpayment identified, the report suggests around 66 cents of debt is recovered and 34 cents will be written off. That seems nice of them, doesn't it? Have one on us, so to speak, you know? Anyway, you can read the full report online, but this, of course, got us talking about it in the office. We all know there were people who took advantage of it. And let's face it, the system was thrown together at the last minute. And if it wasn't abused in some way, well, I think we would have been shocked. Because, of course, it was there to be abused. Because it was an emergency system put in place literally in one week. And I know of people, plenty of people, who actually benefited from the PUP payment. I know of two people in the same family who were both working part-time at the weekend, under the age of 23, and they were both getting 350 quid a week for two years. And they and two of their friends moved to Spain for two years and lived off the PUP payments with their feet up by the pool. But the question is, should we bother going back now and trying to sort this out? I don't know about you, but my faith uh, that this level of paperwork could be done without massive expense is actually zero. My faith in the government to do this properly without pissing people off is zero. My faith in the government to do this without actually picking on the more vulnerable in society is zero. So you could easily imagine that the recovery of the squandered pandemic payment being a bigger mess than actually giving it out. And let's face it, most people are barely getting by. So those who got it, I'm sure, are not very rich. There might have been some people, and during the, the, the pandemic, actually, some people were caught, um, you know, claiming multiple payments. Um, some people outside of the country were claiming multiple payments. They weren't even from Ireland because it was easy enough to scam because of the way it was thrown together and it wasn't means tested, etc. Or is that a wrong, the wrong attitude that I have? We often say a law is a law, and if you break one, you should be held accountable. Maybe you were personally peeved or peeved off that your tax money was handed out to people taking advantage of an emergency system. I want to know what you think. Should we recover the pandemic payment from people who are not owed it or shouldn't have got it in the first place? Now, I want you to think of this, right? Let's just say Johnny worked for a company and it was opening and closing and opening and closing and opening and closing during the pandemic. Technically speaking, when it was open and he got paid, he was supposed to tell the government and he wouldn't have got his €350. Euro. But he probably didn't. He probably continued to get it throughout the two years or the year and nine months that they paid out the PUP payment or whatever it was in his business. 
So he probably didn't say, listen, oh, I'm working now for six weeks, but I'm gone again because we're closing down because we're back in level four again or whatever. So he probably just didn't keep informing them and just took the 350. Do you think we should go after Johnny for the money? Is that fair? Or should we just write it off and just put it down to a, a part of history we'd like to forget about? Or should we chase Johnny for the money? Because after all, Johnny is probably not worth a lot of money. He's probably working hard. He's probably a builder or something. Barely putting food on the table with the cost of living at the moment. I'm sure he hasn't got the money anymore. It's all spent. It was just an extra 350 quid in his wages every week. When he was working. When he wasn't working, he was obviously losing out on anything that he was saving. So should we actually go after Johnny or Mary, let's not make it sexist, for that money? Because as many men and or women did it as men probably. But you're, I, I bet you're blown away by those figures in the Irish Times and by the revenue from the revenue commissioners and also from the Department of Social Protection. 70 million in overpayments for people who were getting it at a time where they shouldn't have been getting it. But they just got it anyway. Should we get it back off them? Or should we just leave it? Because let's be clear about it. To get it back is going to cost a lot of money. I remember a story many, many years ago where the revenue commissioners were looking for people who had money in offshore accounts. Now, I don't remember the exact figures, so I'm making up figures here to give you an example, right? But they, they had an amnesty. They said, look, if you have an offshore account, come forward and let us know about it. We're going to go searching for them anyway. So some people did come forward and put their hand up and said, listen, I have an offshore account. Here's how much I have. I'll pay tax, whatever. But So they sent out a team then to investigate it over three years. And let's just say, for argument's sake, as I said, I'm making up these figures because I can't remember them, they recovered $2 billion. But it cost two and a half billion to recover it. So in other words, it was a net loss, just to make a point. Like, and this same thing could happen with this 70 million. It could cost more to go and look for people and find people and write to people and staff involved. Is it really worth this or should we just put it behind us? Or do you think a law is a law? If you broke the law, we need the money back. Thank you. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Jake, hi, how are you? Niall, how's it going? Good, Jake. Jake, did you get a pandemic payment? I did. Okay. And were you completely entitled to it all the time that you got it? I was. I was uh, eight weeks consecutively uh, eight weeks consecutively off work. Okay. Um, um, at the time. Now, obviously, at the time I was working full-time, um, I was only 19 and uh, I was like, I was getting, I, it was more beneficial to me. I was getting less than my week's wage, but it worked out more beneficial to me at the time considering I couldn't spend anywhere. So oh, I had yeah, more yeah. money than I knew what to do at the time, you know, yourself. <laughs> you couldn't go out anywhere. <laughs> no pubs open, no restaurants and no cinemas. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Treat myself to an Xbox and a new telly. Did you? Good man. <laughs> but um, like that, it's, it's a case where, it's a similar circumstance to someone who's claiming the dole and working cash in hand. They're going to chase someone for that money. If it's money that's owed back to them, they're going to chase regardless. Um, and to be honest, like, I remember at the time I got a letter through the door saying that um, we had to pay back some of the PUP even in tax. though we were in tax rebates, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And... Um, that was something people didn't know, by the way, that the people who were on it, say, was, for yeah, a year. They didn't, they, they, they didn't, yeah, they, well, they should have probably known because we did do a whole story about it. But, yeah, the, mm. you're liable for tax because it is income. Well, that's it as well, mm. like, yeah. Mm. Um, 
But like that, it's a case where people who are doing it honestly, they're getting stung with that. So like if the people who weren't honest about the whole situation, why should they kind of, in a sense, be rewarded? Are you really rewarding people or is it just a time we'd rather forget about? Because I imagine most of those people who were getting the 350 who probably shouldn't have been getting it at times. And I gave an example of Johnny whose business was opening and closing during the pandemic. So the times he was open, he should have cancelled his payment and then once he was closed again, he should have got it back. But he probably just let it run. Um, and realistically, he probably didn't make too much money because he was losing money while he was closed anyway. And so... <laughs> Is it worth it to go back and chase it now? I suppose it's a part of a lot of people's life that they want to forget about. Like, obviously, like, losing contact with particular people during that time as well is difficult enough. Mm. Um, but like that, it's... It, I think it, it's the principle of it more so than anything. Like, if it's a case where people are getting let away with it, whereas other people will suffer. Like, to be fair, there's some people that did suffer from it who end up out of a job altogether. Mm-hmm. And some of them are possibly still out of work. That's the that's the other issue to it as well. There's a lot of a lot of people made out like bandits because there was people who were part time, for example, mm-hmm. you know, who were normally only earning 150 or 200 because they're only working say 15 hours a week, maybe in a cinema at the weekend or something, and they were yeah. coming out with 350. So they were making yeah. out like bandits for the whole thing. Yeah, I I knew I knew a guy. Um, him and his partner were living in Spain, but they were still classed as Irish citizens. And they, so were they, the, were working, they were working in Spain and because they were classed as Irish citizens with a PPS number, they could still apply for the COVID payment. Yeah, and they got it, probably. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous in my opinion, you know? Well, see, what happened was it was a payment that was put together in an emergency. And mm. if you remember the very start, literally they had a week to put this together because they announced the country was closing down. And yeah. so they didn't have time to means test it, to check people. They had to get through these. There was, I don't know, four or five hundred thousand, maybe more. I don't know how many applications went through in the space of one week that they had to get through. So it was a case of just, yeah, grant, stamp that one, stamp that one, stamp. They barely probably even looked at them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's true as well, I suppose. But it's even the case now. I understand you're saying about how much it would cost for them to for them to kind of search into it and stuff like that. And I suppose that's one of the hard the hard parts of it. But like for a country that's in so much debt as well, to possibly still come out with some money that might benefit the country in the long run. 70 million in the big scheme of things is nothing. Really. Realistically. Because, because, realistically. We, because a lot of that money that we paid out for pandemic payments, altogether I think we paid out something like, I think it was 4 billion, right? Mm-hmm. Over the course of the two years. I think it was about 4 or 5 billion. Most of that money came from Europe. And I'd say maybe 2.5 billion a lot of, of people who are actually genuinely entitled. Absolutely. But we, we, were, we were paid that money and we're still waiting actually to draw down money from the European Union in relation to pandemic payments. So the European mm-hmm. Union, you know, they, they donated towards that. You know, so the Irish government yeah. weren't completely out of pocket. And don't get me wrong, COVID cost the country a fortune. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think worldwide they've estimated worldwide when you take everything into consideration the loss of jobs the loss of businesses everything something like 73 trillion dollars worldwide COVID yeah. costs oh I said but the word you're COVID at, you're looking at in, in the grand scheme of things realistically they're finding loopholes to get back now at the moment you look at how high inflation is coming now at the moment mm-hmm. it's like that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying they're getting it back anyway this you know, is their sneaky tactic to get it back without getting it back kind of way yeah so 
is it worth it to chase up this money? And for most of the people, I would say, for most, not all, but some of them are career criminals, but for most of the people who claimed it for a few weeks where they shouldn't have maybe or whatever it was, right, or claimed a bit more than they should have had, you know, they probably don't have any money. And they're going yeah. to get landed with a bill maybe for 10 or 20 grand. Mm. Is it really worth going back and doing that? For for the honest Joe Soap, I can understand it not being fair. Like you're already giving the example there, Johnny, working here, working there, closing here, closing there. It's It wouldn't be fair on the likes of him. He's probably an honest man who's worked his entire life, paid taxes his entire life, and he saw kind of a way like, oh, look, I can get a little bit back out of this with that I'm entitled to. Yeah, um, he's had opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not going to say I probably would. I probably would have done the same thing. Um, with the circumstances of the job I was in, it's just that's how it worked. I I just eight weeks consecutively, and then what what back what, into it. what line of business were you in? Uh, I was working in manufacturing and fabricating at the time. Okay, so they weren't really hit that hard. Yeah, like that as well. It was a small. It was a small company. Like there was only yeah. twelve up there. Like you know, so yeah. You just we went back to work with a mask on you. That was it. We probably could have managed to continue with a bit of distance and like anyway. But um Yeah. yeah. The I mean the, the main the main industries that were hit were hospitality. Uh, yeah. they were they were the main you know, and air travel and all that kind of stuff. They they were the mm-hmm. main industries that were hit. You know, they were closed for a good portion of the two and a half years. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um would stay there. Let me just go to Alan as well. Uh Alan, hi, how are you? Good night, how are you? I'm all set. Big week in rugby. Let's go. I know nothing about rugby, Alan. Well, well just make sure you're watching Telly and Saturday night, right? Just make sure you're there. I know. Pardon me. I've got a hair caught my throat. I know Ireland were involved somehow. Ah, come on, Niall. Big uh, match this Saturday against Scotland. Uh, we have to win this one. Come see, on. Th- now, I, Alan, I swear to God, I know nothing about sport. My father would be rolling in his grave. I know he would. I know he would. Absolutely. But we need to bring you to a game or two. We need to give it life into you. Uh, it doesn't interest me. You know, a load of masculine men running around a pitch, lashing a ball at each what? other for what? what, for what? Like, you know, these big hunks of fellas throwing a ball at one another. I just, you know, in shorts. Gentle just... giant. Gentle giant. <laughs> it doesn't appeal to me. Alan, getting back to the pandemic payment. I mean, as far as Jake is concerned, you break the law, you break the law. And uh, maybe, maybe it's worth going back and chasing some of it up. Yeah, no, I fully agree with Jake. Um, it's it's about time and we need to stop this crap where Ireland, Ireland is literally taken for a fool and our taxpayers are taken for a fool by people who want to take the piss the whole time. And this has been going on for years. But, are all, but you said our people are being taken for fools. It was the people that were doing it. Yeah, but it, no, what I'm talking about is the decent, hard-working taxpayer that, that's paying the money. That's been taken for a ride by everybody else. That seems just sees Ireland as a weak link, because our systems are so crap that this system can't talk to that system because of GDPR. That system can't talk to that one over there because of GDPR. Utter nonsense. Like our revenue can't speak to social welfare, isn't it? But the, I think I think they do them. now. No, I think they do now. They yeah. are. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Daryl. But, that, but that's what they should be doing. Like you should. Yeah, there was years of that where they didn't connect yeah. or something like that. But I, I don't think that's the case anymore. I think they do connect now. 
But Alan, here's the thing. You could have never checked the pandemic payment in any country. I'm pretty sure it was the same system. It was a rocky system that was thrown together in an emergency in the space of a few days to help people out who had literally just been told uh, the company's closing for six months or whatever it is we yeah. were closing. Okay. I, or no, sorry, I, two I, weeks I, to flatten the curve. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Any, oh, that, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, we gave an example of Johnny or Mary that maybe had their own business claimed the 350, but they were back in business again six weeks later. Then they were closed again, back in business, closed again. Open and closed, but, out, but through the whole time still claimed the 350. You shouldn't be claiming it. That's just, just, just the way it is. Now because but I feel sorry I for Johnny because when he was closed, he was losing a fortune. You know what I mean? And through no fault well, of his can, own. He can, take that, he can take that up with his bank or whatever it may be or with the politicians, but we can't. Actually, look, I don't think we need to forget the C word, right? Because I think... We do need to look how politicians behave during our period. Some of the stuff they've done, that all needs to be reviewed, in my opinion, and a full report done. But we can't continue to allow people to take the piss out of the system and get away with it. Because the more you do that, the more you encourage people to do it. Mm-hmm. That, and that's, just, that's just the rights of it. Like We just can't allow it. Because Ireland is seen as a joke when it comes to the social welfare. You can get whatever you want, and no one checks. Well, they, no do, one well, checks. they, they do check. But, but uh, they rarely, we, but and they catch loads of people collecting payments they shouldn't be collecting in social welfare on a regular basis. But they rarely take people to court. Now and again, you'll see a case in the paper of somebody taking the piss. And what they do is they will take a random case to court every now and again to, to you know, kind of say, well, look, this is what we can do to people if we want to. Another 58,000 cases have been identified where either the claimant was ineligible for the PUP payment or uh, the required paperwork was not actually returned either by them or their employers. And that was in relation to the employer. Do you remember the one that your employer would get? Anyway, sorry, let me get back to Alan. So, Alan, the point I'm making is that sometimes, and I'll give you another example. During the pandemic, businesses who were on their knees were told, well, listen, we know you can't afford to pay your VAT bill, which you pay every four months, right? Uh, or, yeah, every four months, three times a year. So I'll tell you what we could do. You can just put through the return. You don't have to pay it. You can warehouse it for two years and there's no interest. But now, two years later, businesses, they don't really have the money to pay it now. And they were losing that money at the time. They were losing a fortune because the government told them to close. So it's a bit unfair to ask them for that money now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But maybe, but we should just, do... maybe we should draw a line in the sand and put it down as a mess in history. But where do we keep drawing the line on stuff? Well, like uh, no, we hold on. The, no, the pandemic is a massive exception to the rule. Yeah, but look, if they're due to pay the money back, right, and they don't have it, I'm sure there's an arrangement they can come to it again, right, and they can fight that case. But we're not talking about businesses. We're talking about the people who are taking the, taking the piss. And, pe- and the problem is there's too many people too quickly to take the piss. But when you say they were taking the piss, go back, to, go back to Johnny, right? Let's just say he was a plasterer, right? And, you know, and construction was open and closed, open and closed, whatever, right? So for the six weeks that he was back open again, he was still claiming his 350. But then he was closed again because back into level five or level four or whatever the hell it was, right? And he was closed again for two months. So for that two months, he was losing a fortune. So the 350 extra that he was getting while he was open, it wasn't going to make up for the losses while he was closed. So really, he didn't make anything out of it. But he still shouldn't be taking something that he wasn't entitled to, so... Again, no, I, for me, if you break the law, you, you pay the price. No, price. no, no, I, I get the point that. you're making. It's fraud. And, and that, so, it's fraud. Uh, yeah, so we can say, yeah, so we can we can look at every case individually and go, poor this lad, poor that lad, right? The fact is, if you weren't entitled, you shouldn't have taken it. No, and, I get what you're fact. saying. And it's the same way as I will often say in the air. 
you know, I disagree with people who are claiming social welfare and working for cash on the side on a regular basis. But I have no problem if somebody's on their knees and they're doing nixer here and there and get an extra 50 quid, you know, to buy a bit of food for the table or a present for the kid for Christmas or whatever it is. You know, so we have to put things into perspective. Yes, and that issue of someone is that bad off, right? But a lot of this, people are doing this on purpose. People were applying to get this payment when they shouldn't have got the payment. And because the system was such a mess, they were getting away with it. Mm. But again, it goes back, our systems shouldn't have allowed this. That at some point, yes, it was rushed, but at some point, someone should have been looking, looking at active PPS numbers, what's active, what's paying tax, what's not paying tax, is it in the country, is it outside the country, and stop it. No, I know, yeah, no, don't get me wrong. I know there were professionals involved in the scams. There was numerous arrests of people who were claiming 10 and 12 PUP payments under different yeah. names and all sorts of carry-on, right? And a lot of that was being done outside the country too. So absolutely, we should track them down because they're clearly professional con men or con women as the case may be. But I'm talking about the individual who maybe claimed a bit more than he should have or she should have. But again, shouldn't have, and that's... Okay. I, I'm okay. going to keep going back to the point that they shouldn't have, and that's, okay. I, I have to, I have to stay true to that point. That okay. Well, well, hang on. No, well, hang on. Stay there, Darian. Hi, how are you? Yeah, good. No, good. Um, look, when when they brought that in, if the government does, don't have the backup of staff to, I know it might have been rushed and all the rest, but that's their job to follow up. Now they were all at home, and then they were working from home. They could easily have uh, continued that job um, to follow up on that. But at this stage to come, yes, I, I agree going after those guys that were were scamming from abroad and all of that. But for somebody that was working and then not working, um, if they had cancelled their payment, mm-hmm. they probably wouldn't have got it back after six weeks because at that time, you still can't get a human being on the phone in some of these places. In fact, I got a robot on the tax phone, the car tax phone the other day, mm. and it totally annoyed me because it clearly couldn't answer the question because it was a robot, but it wouldn't give me a person to talk to. So, um, and all that was been set up during the COVID, while all those um, those um, government places, they are all talking to one another. You go and go on to your revenue account, you have to go on mygov.ie, and then there's the social welfare there, there's everything there. So um, that, 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 and in some ways that's good, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, but um, I, I don't think it's fair to blame people. They put us into panic. They put families into panic. And I honestly think they wouldn't have got it when they went back to work because the, the system, the people weren't capable of coping with the system, which they should have been. That's what they're being paid for. And they were paid throughout it. And, you know... So should we recover this money? 70 million no, in overpayments? No, no, it's going to cost too much money. And they're using it just to, you know, to put down people again who, while the while everybody is suffering from, you know, the, the cost of living. And the cost of living is absolutely horrendous for everybody at the moment. Horrendous. You know, they're talking about diesel petrol back up to two euro. And something like this will lose the focus of what is really happening on the ground. And I looked Bring at a product the in the... Sorry, sorry, what did you say, Alan? Bring back the punt. Bring back the punt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was, only, I was only talking to somebody today about the punt, but actually. We, I did like the punt. I like the name, yeah. by the way. It's a nice name, the punt. 
But like, yeah, that was, if we brought back when we yeah. didn't value our own currency, is that what we could do that we used to do previously? Well, we, 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 when we, de- we devalued our currency by going to euro in the first place, if people remember, we lost, yeah. what was it, 16 pence in the pound or something yeah. like that. And, yeah. and uh, retailers made a fortune because they were supposed to convert the prices. Like, let's say, for example, I don't know, a, a pair of jeans was 25 punts. Well, then it should have been only, say, 20 euro, right? But they didn't. They kind of brought it at 23 euro because yeah. they knew yeah. people wouldn't notice. You know what I mean? I digress. Yeah, sorry, Alan. You know, Derry Alan is saying, "Look, let it go. Move on. Draw a line in the sand." You know, most people, you know, weren't making millions out of it. You know, they were just getting by on this payment. But we know the people that were scamming rightly and most of the kind of company else were making a fortune out. We can't keep allowing that though. Well, like identify to, those people. No, absolutely. Look, those that, who are professionally go doing it. Yeah, but should Johnny, let, let's focus on Johnny. Should Johnny be done for it? Should he get a bill for 20 but grand? What, what they could easily do then is look at anyone below this threshold, X amount, we don't worry about. Any above this, we're going after. And that's what they should do. Well, that's uh, fair. Well, that's fair. Yeah, do that with him. That, that's a fair way of doing it. Hmm. Or if someone is, if they're whatever their circumstances are now, if they're on the dole or not working, whatever it be, look at, draw the line there and go at it that way. But you can't but get blood from a stone, reason, yeah. We can't, we can't allow people to, to rip off the country and let them get away with it. We just can't. Because this is why Ireland is seen as a joke when it comes to this stuff. Our laws are seen as a joke. Our guards are seen as a joke. The whole thing is seen as a joke. Until we actually grow up our balls and say, right, enough is enough. If you break the law, this is what you're going to face. If you go into the country yeah. and break the law, this is what you're going to face. Alan, that's Until we fair do that, enough. We're going to be laughed at. That's fair enough, Alan. But I, we're talking about, you know, during the the word we won't mention, um, and um, there was so much going on during that time. I mean, I came back to Dublin Airport recently, and I'm sure you noticed this now, um, that I could check in with my passport. I, when I came back home this side, I could just scan my passport. There was no, there mm-hmm. were no passport people. Now all of that plus all the 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 departments talking to one another, that was all happening in the background. And like those people who would have got that payment, like they were suffering um, big time when when all of this happened. We were all mentally, emotionally. So to say, start saying we're coming after people now, you know, go get the big guys, go get the ones that are still scamming. And, you know, there's... See, I, was told, I was told many, many years ago by somebody who worked in the revenue, it's easier to go mm. after the fellow that owes you two grand than the fellow that owes you two oh, million. Yeah, because you're, because you're not going to get the two million. You'll get the two grand. Yeah. Well, that's not fair. That's not fair. That's the same with the banks. Mm-hmm. The banks will always go yes, after someone you're right. Yeah. Except they won't go after the big guys. No, they won't go after the big guys because they're wasting their time because no, they're, they're, they're just closed fair. down or whatever it is. And, you know, we've seen that in the past. Whereas that, if you owe them two or three grand, they'll go after you because they're more likely to get that amount of money because it's easier to get. But do me a favor. Okay. Well, hang on. Say there. Ray, hi. How are you doing, Ray? How's it going, Al? How are you? Good. Ray, should we chase up this money? 70 million, according to the Irish Times. What? No. The audience who were getting the cure in the pandemic whether they were scamming or whether they deserved it. It's now two years on. The government got paid, as you said, from the EU. And by the way, they still owe money. There's still money sitting there that they haven't drawn down yet. I've no idea why they haven't drawn it down, but I mean... Exactly. So why are you going after the guys now? There are people out there now who are still suffering from 
the pandemic, whether it's financially or emotionally, mm-hmm. and if it is financially, the government are coming along and saying, you owe us five, ten grand in tax. That's just going to drive people to the wall. There's already, we're already facing enough with all these fuel and hikes be more and than the wall, everything else. Way. Yeah, more it's than the wall. It's drive people over that wall and under. Like people lost, people lost family members to, the, yeah. um, to this COVID. And you really think they're going to turn around and say, yeah, no problem, Mr. Taxman. We we owe you five grand. We'll give it back to you. Mm. Like, no, it should be just... No, I, I do understand be, the point Alan is making. If you did it intentionally, it, it is fraud, technically. But I think a lot of people, and I'm going to say this again to Alan, it was an unprecedented time. A lot of people were very short of money because they'd lost their jobs or lost their business or whatever it was. And, you know, you have to have a level of compassion for people too. And, and you know, sticking to the rules of the law in that particular situation is not really the right thing to do. Al. I don't believe so anyway. So I can, I, I can Any other time I agree with you, by like, the way. Yeah, but that's the situation. Well, then you, 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 put a, you put a level on it. So anything below this number, we don't worry about. Anything above that, we go looking at. Yeah, but you know as well as I, I do, as I just said to Ray, they'll go after the small person first. They always do. It's easier to get the money from yeah. Mary who owes you we 50 quid. Them, you know what I mean? But what's the level? I, I don't know because I like don't we, know the numbers or break down individually. I don't know what that is. So that, that No, well, it's, kind, it's kind of like it's, it's, it's like your tax. If you're taxed at 20%, we'll go, anybody who's been taxed at 40%, your line line is breaking up a bit, Ray. Just move your head there a little bit. Sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you much better. Right. So, yeah, it's like the tax brackets. Anybody who's earning 40% or who who gets taxed 40%, she'll go after them because they can afford it. Mm. Anybody who's earning only on 20% tax, who's paying 20% tax, will leave them alone. But they could be the criminals. I'm looking here, there's a, sto- there's a story online here, it's an interesting story. Ireland has yet to apply for its one billion, sh- billion share of the EU's pandemic recovery fund exactly two years after the money was approved. It was approved two years ago and we still haven't taken the money or drawn it down, right? The application was scheduled to be made this summer and a spokesperson for the Department of Public Expenditure said a first payment request of $324 million will be submitted shortly. Also, some 15 nurses in County Cork are yet to receive their €1,000 COVID bonus, which they never got, more than 20 months after the payment was announced by the government. In January 2022, the Health Minister Stephen Donnelly vowed to give all healthcare workers who work throughout the pandemic an extra grand solidarity payment, but some of them say clearly haven't received <laughs> We can't. Basically, their boss told me and said, you're not going to be paying tax, you're not going to be paying USC. And in, I asked a question, and a few of us asked a question, are we going to get this are we going to be taxing this? And they said, no, we have got guidelines from the government. We will not be taxed on it. A year later, we get a letter from the taxman saying, we're, getting ta- we're, we're going to take That happened to back. a lot of people, right? Happened to, I know yeah. people that's happened to. Oh, yeah, to. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was wrong, and, by the way. It was wrong. Um, at that yeah. point, you know, you're landing people with a bill for maybe, I don't know, two or three grand, you know, in a well, lot of cases. In, in one particular case, my job... There was one guy on it for a year and a half, so I he I think he got a bill from like six thousand extra of tax that he had to pay over the next three or four years. Yeah, the government were doing it wrong. The system is broken. Like we're talking about people, well, they shouldn't have they shouldn't have got us, or they should have got us. 
But we all it's know of someone that is now scamming the, the social welfare system. Mm-hmm. Right? Whether they're working and they're, or they're, and they're collecting social welfare or they shouldn't be collecting social welfare on a particular type of income they're getting. So, I mean, we, we and all I see, And I, I would agree, and I think we all should agree, that that's wrong and, and that should be followed up on because that's a permanent system that's in place that should be foolproof and people shouldn't be able to scam it. But when we're talking about the pandemic and at unprecedented times where people were really on hard times, you know, and people who were normally working people who might have had loans, car loans, you know, and had a lifestyle that cost four or five hundred quid a week where and they were only getting three fifty from the government rather than their wages of seven hundred, what it might have might, might have been at the time. I think we have to feel sorry for people. Sorry, Darianne, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say what Ray was saying there. If if his job had got a letter from the government uh, saying they weren't going to be taxed, well, then it's the government's fault. Stop blaming the, 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 the bottom people the whole time. And, like, we've got to let them know that we can't keep letting the, the government away with doing that. How dare they turn around yeah. after sending a letter to those people's companies? Well, I think there was That's a mis- I think a lot of people, uh, in fairness to what Ray is talking about there, I'm a familiar with what he's talking about, this is with the employers' okay. end. So people who were working and employers are being helped out by the government and given a payment to help pay the wages. And employers were unaware, or certainly there was a misunderstanding in a lot of companies, that there would be tax paid out of that portion of it that was being assisted by the government. And so the, the, you know, the, whoever paid the wages, the wages clerk or whoever would have been in payroll, didn't deduct the tax from that money because they thought it was going straight to the worker. And that wasn't the case. Right. Well, I still, I still think that's wrong that the, the government didn't make that clear. I do not think it's the like of the workers' fault. I mean, this whole country, it's always been against the workers. The work, you know, it really has. And and the, the, the workers, opposed to those who, you know, you were saying there a minute ago, Nile, uh, using Johnny as um, a builder as an example. Well, I know somebody who's a builder, and. Uh, went to the States, opened up his own construction company and now has two properties there and one here. So, you know, the people like, not all not all um, people who have trades are at the bottom of the barrel or, you know, looking for cash jobs and all the rest. But I just feel like, I mean, I, I wouldn't have been part of back in, in, I'm sure Ray or maybe you remember, you know, the big days when the Labour were very powerful looking after the people. That's all gone out of this country. There's no solidarity anymore. Yeah. I, no. I, I, look, I, and again, I know, Alan, you come on with one kind of attitude, but you've slightly changed and you've bent slightly there. And I, and I think that's fair, you know, because I think we have to have an understanding. I'm not talking about the professional fraudsters. Uh, I hope no. they're all caught. You know, the ones they that had 14 and 15 yeah. payments coming to them, you know, who who weren't probably even from this country, many of them. Um, and, and many of those were caught. But I am talking about so. people who took advantage of it. By the way, Alan, what about, say, the, the two I mentioned at the start of the show that I was aware of? These are two 22-year-olds who, yeah. were, who were doing a weekend job earning 150 quid. Now, all of a sudden, they were getting 350. And with their two mates, they went and lived in Spain for nearly two years. Yeah, but the money should be taken back. At what point, see, this goes back to the point, right? Yes, it was an emergency, it was put in quite quickly. But where was revenue? Where was where was our systems to actually check and kind of go, okay. But they did, they couldn't check, Alan. 
They couldn't of course check. They, could check. they didn't have the administration staff to check every single person. You've got to remember, with social protection, you've got about, I don't know, 10,000 new applications every day. Maybe. That. I don't know. I don't know what the figures are, right? So are 5,000 applications every single day. And they've got so many staff that will go through those applications, look, check them up, contact your employer, blah, 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 blah. But with the pandemic payment, it was a case of everything closed down in one week. So the government had to set up payments for, I don't know, a million people. There was like that many applications in one week. They couldn't check everybody. This is basic systems that, that looks at a PPS number, looks at its active, looks mm-hmm. at what it's doing. That's all done by a system. Then a person can get it. Yeah, but it had to be done manually any, as well because it was paperwork. Yeah, any paperwork. Basic, any basic company has systems that will look at millions of data in a matter of minutes. Mm. Everyone except our government that, that tries to run the country. That just shows you there's a failing in this country and it lies firmly with the government and their inability to implement these systems. Ah, well, I'm not going to blame the government this time. I'm great at blaming the government. No, no, I'm not, but but I, I remember when it initially came out, I remember a friend of mine was, was claiming it, right, in the first week because his job had closed. And he you had to go online, print out the form, because there wasn't even a, a hub for it at that stage, right? Print out the form, fill it out manually, and post it to the Department of Social Protection, right? Because they didn't even have a website set up for it yet because it happened so quickly. Now, once the website came along, it made it easier for systems to be in place to check PPS numbers, et cetera, et cetera. But when it was in written form, somebody physically had to go through all of those forms, those 100,000 or 200,000 forms that suddenly come in in the space of 24 hours. So you could be absolutely sure they weren't checking them. They were just going, yeah, okay, that looks okay, yeah, give okay, him the, give him the money. They weren't checking them. They should, have been, they should have been reviewing them after six weeks or after eight weeks yeah. when they should have been going back over yeah. them when things settled down a small bit. Mm. Not settling fully, but you know what I mean? That's when they should have been reviewing everything. But instead, we just rush it. See, this country is very reactive to everything. We don't take a proactive approach to anything at all. So, yes, that may have been the case on day one, day two, day three, okay? But day 30, at some point, someone should be going, okay, we now need to start reviewing all those applications that come in line by line and, and entering their details into the system. What's their PPS number? What was their tax data? What and everything else. But if we don't do that, we just go, oh, here, rubber stamp that, and away you go. Sorry, Ray, go ahead. Alan, sorry. I'm half green, Alan, but in day 30, half the, half the civil servants were also out. So it was nearly a Which year before people's... It took nearly a year before everybody was back up and running. I'm in a company now who... There's still people working two or three days because it's now in the, in the, in the company's interest. Mm-hmm. But... One of the things, one of the things Niall said earlier about um, getting the money back, and there's a bit, there's a billion dollars there that Ireland can draw down. Ireland loves being the underdog. We don't want to ask for anything. A couple of years ago, there was a huge amount of money set set up, and uh, a certain internet company owed us, owed Ireland the money. Well, they didn't you know. know we, there's I, a bit of a myth but, about that, Ray. They didn't know Ireland oh, yeah. the money. They had to pay it through oh, Ireland, yeah, but, but we owed but it to other countries. Is, yeah, yeah, but Ireland never claimed us. Ireland didn't want to claim us. The European Union are now saying there's a, there's a portion of a couple of billion dollars there for you, or euro, yeah. take it down. And they'll take it down in dribs and drabs. If they want to say, if they want to step me back, they should just draw a line in us. The budget Absolutely. is coming up in less than a month. They could put an extra two cents on a pack of cigarettes and they'll have that 70 million back in a year. By the way, that's our, that, can I just point out that's our next topic. They're planning on putting cigarettes up to 20 euro. 
That's our next. Yeah, but even yeah, but okay. Let let two cents of that twenty euro um, be part of the pandemic payments that everybody owed. But the, the there shouldn't be even a line to be drawn in this. The government did this so fast that they should have expected complications down the road. These are the complications. But the government set it up. They should bite the bullet on this. Let me go to Sean. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hi, Noel. How are you? Good. Sean, should we chase this money up that's owed? You can chase it all you like, Sean. Or, uh, um, no. Look, here, I, I, I want to say this, Noel, and I'm going to put it to you this way. I'll never put it. I, I'll never be paying back because the money I lost over COVID was absolutely astronomical. The same as everybody else, Noel. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not... I, I, we couldn't walk, no. She couldn't walk. The money that we got was fuck on. And, and that's being honest with you. You know, compared to what we were getting. Mm. They were our own jobs. You know, so, you know, no. It's not going to happen. You know, and, and if they tried to even take me for it, Noel, I, 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 I swear to you, Noel, I, 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 there's no way, it's shape or form, they'll be getting her at me. Um, I don't owe this country anything. Literally, I don't. And, you know, um, I pay me taxes. I always did pay me taxes. Um, and if they want to take it out of anyone, they can take it out of the taxman, and, which is me and everybody else, like yourself and yourself and yourself. But, you know, no, they're not getting it off me now. No, I hope. And when you say they're not getting it off you, you obviously claim money that you weren't kind of entitled to, did you? Mm. Well, I did, Noel. I, you know... And I'll be honest with you, Noel. Who didn't? Who well, didn't? Well, a lot of people didn't. You know, a lot of people got money well, they were entitled to. A lot of people didn't. Yeah. Hold on, Noel. You know, everybody, you know, everybody I know, Noel, went to the Hoyat here and they all done it. So I'm not going to make any, um, you know, um, I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, say that I didn't. I did. Um, but I'm what? Anybody in the right mind would have done it. What did you, you claim? Know? What did you claim that you weren't entitled to? Well, I claimed for the horsehair. I know it was three tiers, um, so I went for the horsehair with a, you know, and I got it, Noel, and um, I needed it. I needed it, you know, and I got it. Okay. You know, and um, I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not sorry for either. I'm, I'm not sure compared to what the what the government done to the country and and what they do to us. On a regular daily basis, sure, you know that they're claiming fucking expenses every day of the week for nothing, you know. So, um, yeah, you know, I'm not sorry for what they don't know, and I never will be. I never okay. will be. And if they come looking for it, knocking on your door, well, not knocking on your door, sending you a letter telling you they owe that you owe them. I'd laugh at them. I'd laugh at them, man. I'd laugh at them. Okay, stay there for a second. Let me go to Rob. Rob, hi, how are you? Hi there, man. How are you? Good, Rob. Do you think Sean should have to pay yeah. it back? Oh, I think he should, yeah. Mm. I think I'm he should. Huh? Give me a, go, give me a you, good reason, you, 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 you said you, did, you weren't entitled to it. I wasn't entitled right. to it, but I still paid me taxes. So, so why, Noel? We all, pay, sorry, we all pay our taxes. Yeah, and so why do you think yeah. we should pay it back? Why? Because you said that you uh, the 350 wasn't enough. Yeah. For, for what you were getting on your wages. Yeah, I got the 440 yeah. or whatever it was for, or something. Yeah, yeah. Huh? You know, 
And a lot of people were on the dole at that time. They never got it and stuff like that, you know, a lot of other people. Yeah, but the dole, the dole was the dole. And, and what, what happened? Yeah, but on sick leave or whatever. Yeah, but no, but hang they, on, they people. Yeah, people were out sick or on the dole. That's a different kettle of fish because the dole was the dole, and as you rightly said, that didn't change. Yeah, they got. They still got that money at the end of the week. But you know, at the end of the day, I was working. I was taking out a job. I was getting a lot more money than I was getting when I was claiming that money, and so what? What do you want me to? Do? Oh, here's the thing, Sean. Like, here's the thing, Sean. Right, you won't have any choice in the matter if you do go after you. I will have just take it in your tax. How how would you stop it? If you're wa- if you're working, they'll just take care of your wages. Always Here's- remember, Sean, but the revenue commissioners they don't have to prove anything. It's up to you to prove that you don't owe it. No, no, I get that, and yeah. I understand that. How rich is and, and Rob and Rob is right. They can just take it out of your bank. Here's the thing. No, no, they can't. No, they can't take anything. Yes, they can. Uh, who? who Yes, they can. No, they can't. No, yes, they can. no, they can't. <laughs> okay, in December, okay, for people who didn't notice, in December 2021, new legislation was brought in, which meant the revenue commissioners um, can take money out of your bank account um, if, indeed, if indeed you owe the money. There was a time where they had to go to court to get uh, permission to do it. Now they don't have to. Well, I'll tell you one thing, though. If that's the case, I close my bank account down, and that's it. Ah, I got paid cash. I would Noel take that extreme. Would you not I just would. come to an agreement with him and say, well, okay, hands up in the air, you know, can I? Can we do a deal for 50 quid a month or something no, like that? No, I won't give them full call. No. no, I won't. I won't. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, go no, ahead, No, no, Sean. No, no, Sean. You don't, it's not, it's not like, you don't have to argue with them. They just take it from your tax. They just up your tax. You don't yeah. have a choice. And it's, it's taken a source. You know, I don't think you heard me there. I close my uh, bank account down if I have to. And I get paid cash. Okay, okay, well, Rob, just just going back to the original question. Is it right that the revenue were chasing this money? Because in a lot of cases, it was genuine people who... Well, hang on, Sean. Rob, is it right that they're chasing it? Well... Or should they draw a line in the sand? Should they draw a line? 70 million, okay, in the whole scheme of things, for for, for what they borrowed to to give out all these payments, um, they could write it off somewhat. Unless some people, unless some people, so unless some people were abusing it, like all the ones that were overseas and what have you, and claiming. But it brings me on. It brings me on to another issue. Like Daddy Anne raised the thing there earlier in the conversation, saying, "Look at the cost of living crisis that we're all suffering now." Mm-hmm. Does Daddy Anne realise uh, all these COVID payments, like um, the PUP and the EWSS, etc., keep all the businesses going and all the people out of work? Um, do, do, do people realise that this all had to be Michael Martin a good few times warned about this about two years back that this would all have to be paid back for yeah the money doesn't grow on trees yeah I get it no, I, get people don't, I think people thought it was a money tree <laughs> huh? yeah uh, well it's the government thinks they have their own money tree and you've seen what they've been doing over the last few years and they, they, they've been over claiming and, and you know um They've had a home away from home. They're getting away with murder. So, well, well, hang on. Let me just go to Chris before the news very quickly. Chris, hi. How are you? Hi, Niall. Uh, you don't you don't agree with Rob? You, you think you wouldn't pay it back either? Well, it's not that I wouldn't pay it back. I mean, if you're given something during that COVID time, I think it's it's really legal. It's you're not giving you're not going in and robbing it like you're from a bank. Yeah, but you're but you're if you're claiming something you're not entitled to, you are essentially stealing. Yeah. Well, I actually was walking once, 
I'm not going to say where, and I signed on for a year and a half, thinking I was the bee's knees. And one particular day, I went to the labour exchange, and they told me, they have to see the supervisor. We reasonably believe you were working. So someone had told them, and that was the social welfare. That was. And what happened? They make you pay it all back? I said to them, "Can I give you a five week back? No problem." Did you? So you knew you were. You knew obviously what you're doing was illegal. Well, I thought being the smart guy, which I taught twenty years ago, they'd never find out. Yeah, but they're they, a lot better at finding out nowadays than they were twenty years ago. Well, when I was on there, Noel, um, and, and 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 fair play to that man there. Not fair play to him. He broke the law. No, look, here's the thing. No, it's been fair play to him. No, I here's the thing, broke though. The law. I knew I was going to be caught one yeah. day. Yeah, because you yeah. broke the law. Yeah. And, 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 and I, Sean, I, Sean, don't say fair play to him again. No, but no, nobody, no, nobody no, is no, condoned. No. I don't want to be condoning fraud. Jesus, Look here, I've done what he's done. I was wrong. Yeah, no, no, and you were wrong, but and and you know that's a long-term payment. We're talking about COVID in particular, so that's the only reason why I'm giving in slightly on this one tonight and saying that maybe we should draw a line in the sand, because, Sean, I'm not talking about doing it over time with the Department of Social Protection on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. But that's... Okay, well, sorry, Chris, should people have to pay this money back? I they... agree, probably they have to, but there's a lot of people that say, hold on, now, I was entitled to that because of the COVID. Yeah, but you weren't entitled to it if you were working already, or you weren't entitled to it if you were only earning 150 quid and you were claiming 350 or something like that. You weren't, there was different tiers, as Sean rightly pointed out at the start. You weren't entitled to a certain amount of money, but people intentionally claim the wrong amount. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio, the multi award winning Niall Boylan show. Uh-huh.